welcome to Dating in the City, Season 6. We're the Conti sisters, matchmakers and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm headquartered here in Los Angeles, regularly featured on Access Hollywood, Forbes, Relevant Radio, and more. We've been celebrity matchmakers for 10 years, and now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey, you guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Pineda. And we're so excited to be with you guys today. Oh my goodness. What a month, Christina. First of all, you guys, I'm so sorry that we haven't um, we haven't been around. <laughs> we have just been so utterly busy. Um, Christina, you have some news, don't you? Yes, I gave birth. We were talking about that last podcast and it happened shortly after that. So that's why we've had a huge hiatus from recording the podcast. So thank you for your patience. We're back, back to recording, but it is Christina, it is tell a busy the schedule can with you- the newborn. I know. Okay. So tell us about, um, who, what's, what's the name? Tell us everything. I mean, what's the name? Obviously I know, but tell the listeners. Yeah, I know. I don't, I've been contemplating whether I should, I haven't announced his name on Instagram. (gasps) Oh my gosh. I don't know if I'm going to, because there are just different, I've talked to a few schools of thought public eye who I, I work with who don't share the names of their kids just for Mm. protect to protect them. Yeah. Because you never know. And yeah, there's some crazy listeners, but there's some kind of creepy people. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I think I'll probably for now just not say his name, but he is a boy. He's He's so very, very cute to make sure you follow me on at matchmaker, Christina Pineda on Instagram and on Facebook, because I do post photos and stories of, of my two little ones quite frequently. And they're very ironic. <laughs> the story is so good. Baby to business content, content Christina. Yes. I've never seen anybody baby to business as well as you do. It's just like the a different level. One, the last one was of, was of my new baby going, having a little Shakespeare hand and looking at the hand <laughs> And it was romantic love, reality or myth. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful, Christina. That's beautiful. And Christina, check my story because there's a, did you look at my story today? Oh no, I didn't. I know you're on social media all the time and, um, you know, you're constantly on Instagram. She's not, she's barely ever on it. Um, but yeah, my latest story is of you and me, Christina, as babies, as little babies. Um, I think you'll like it. It's really cute. But anyway, you guys, we have so much to talk about today. Um, so let's hop right into it. Wonderful stars. They're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay. So Christina, have you heard about this at all? The Tom Sandoval cheating scandal? No, I don't know about <gasps> this. Oh my goodness. Okay. When did this happen, Alessandra? This is literally unfolding. It's all unfolding and that's really? how big it is. Okay. And I don't even re- I don't even watch Vanderpump Rules. Um, I do have a special affiliation to it, which I I'm 
I, I, but, but, um, I, you know, I, I adore it. We know a lot of people. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean, so I'll explain to you the situation. So there's this guy, Tom Sandoval, he's 39 and I want to give you their ages because I want to just, I I think it's important, but Tom has been on the show since season one and he's kind of known as being kind of a very like, like the epitome of narcissist. Okay. Um, and him and uh his he was in a long-term live-in girlfriend relationship of nine years with this girl ariana ariana is 37 um and they were living together they have a house in valley village um living together have not gotten married over nine, almost 10 years, which is a lot. Um, And then Raquel is a bit newer to the show. um, And Raquel is Ariana's best friend. Um, Raquel's 28. So, um, and Raquel had she like kind of made some waves earlier or in the season, she's going to kiss the other Tom, um, Tom, um, Schwartz, who is a gem and I love him. I know him personally and I think he's amazing. Um, but anyway, all that to say this cheating scandal, the scandal comes out that they've, Tom has been cheating on Ariana who they live together for seven months with her best friend so uh, this situation boggles my mind i know i know it's just so dirty and so wrong it also shows that how hard it is with live-in situations because you're become so embroiled in the other person's life that you find it well, some people might find it impossible to break free. That's why it's called in the, remember that book? Cohabitation that, Effect, Dr. Meg J. Yes, yes. Yes. And I could see that for for this, for Tom, he was probably thinking, oh, well, I don't really, I don't, everything's so easy with, with Ariana and I don't want to end things because it's too hard to get out, but yeah, the exit. I, no, no, no. It's I mean, awful. yeah, it does not excuse anything. No, exit costs it, are lazy. It's yeah. lazy, but I could. And now I had said it boggles my mind, but now I'm wrapping my head around. Yeah, his thought process. Probably you're rationalizing. If he, if he was thinking about anything, he probably thought about that. Yeah, I mean, I think that the problem with living together is that exit costs are so high. And mm-hmm. exit costs already in even a non-living together relationship are really high. Like they can be. Um but that's also why boundaries are really important and setting those um and that's also why um deciding to live together is you know before marriage is just not something that we ever recommend just having done this for 10 years i used to be of the total other camp i used to think remember christina years ago before we started really mm. um working with people and matchmaking remember year 1 year 2 of being a professional matchmaker 
I always thought, oh my gosh, I would, of course I would live with somebody before getting married to them. What if you hate them? What if their little habits annoy you? But, um, but as I've, you know, as I've become entrenched in, uh, and researched and really done, um, seen the studies, you know, I've seen the studies, I've seen the numbers of couples, um, of the numbers are crazy of couples that live together before they get married. And the divorce rate is just so much higher than couples that don't live together before they get married. And then also you see so many situations like this where they become roommates, you know, they're Mm -hmm. essentially roommates. And, um, you know, I don't know the details of their relationship. I don't know how, you know, how romantic it was. I, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know the dynamic, but it sounds to me like they came to this space where they were basically living as roommates and, you know, and also, I mean, he's, he's a cheater, obviously, like regardless, there's no, even if you are just feeling like it's like a roommate situation, unless you guys verbally agree that, hey, this isn't working romantically. Let's just live together as roommates. That's the only time something like that 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 would make sense. Okay, you're roommates. Is it weird? A hundred percent. Why are you still living together? Um, but that's not the situation here. They were not living as roommates. They were together. They were boyfriend-girlfriend. Um, and this is also Ariana's best friend. Raquel. I think there's something also that I was on trending with Tim Ring on Relevant Radio last week, last Thursday. That link is on my website, matchmakerchristinaconti.com on my press page if you want to listen to it. But we were talking about just how novelty when you're married or when you're in a long-term relationship like this is very seductive and tempting. Mm. And that probably for Tom, he was, and, and Raquel, they, that was this, this was this, this was a new person who they found, he found really attractive where he was used to the same old, same old with Ariana. But it's that when you choose to commit to someone that is always going to be a temptation, whatever you, whatever situation you're in. And you have to fight against that. I wanted to ask you, oh, sorry, Asuna, did you want well, to Well, and I also think, I also genuinely think that if they, and I, listen, I do think that Tom is a snake. And even if he was married with kids, he probably would have done this. But I do think that there are, there are so many benefits to like building a family and like building a marriage, like getting married, because then it's so much more than you're, oh yeah, we're living together. She's my girlfriend or she's my boyfriend. Like for somebody like that or for anybody, I mean, for somebody like that, you, like I said, I, I, I don't know the psychology behind you know, a cheater, um, that, I mean, I, I know the basics, but I, I, it's something that I try not to touch, um, because I just think it's, it's a little too much for, uh, it's a little too much for me. Um, you know, but, but I think for anybody, um, I think it's a really good just being married and having that 
when you're building something, when you're building an empire with somebody, um, especially for a man and for a woman, but I, I think that it puts a different level of seriousness that I think like, whereas if you're just boyfriend, girlfriend, all right, you cheat on your girlfriend, but like, if you are building an empire, you, you're building a family, you have a wife, like this is your wife. And of nine years, if like, girl, are you kidding me? Like you're with, yeah, well, but Ariana even like, you're with him for nine years. And she's the one that said she didn't want to get married, but I don't know something. And now I'm, you know, now she's like, oh, well, you know, everyone's like, well, thank God they never got married because it will be so much easier. But it's, it's, I, I just think that it's setting, it's not giving a nine year relationship the respect that it deserves. It's true. And you saw that with Shakira and her now, I think ex-husband, they had a similar situation where she just refused to get married and it, made a, it was emasculating. It was a really difficult situation. My question wait, did for you she, also, wait, what are you talking about, Christina? Shakira, Shakira refused to get married? Yeah. What? What is his name? Wait, are you sure? Or is this uh, Gerard PK? Yeah, but they got married. I mean, they ultimately got married, right? I don't think so. Gerard PK. Let me look. Yeah, no, they were married, Christina. Yeah. I think just in the beginning she didn't want to get married. Oh. I don't I don't I don't pity him at all. She, it wasn't that she there was something weird ex about that. Eleven the years though. together. Yeah, wait, ex-husband, you traded a Rolex for a Casio, uh ex Gerard Peak. Their longtime boyfriend, Alessandra, on June 4th, they announced their separation June 4th, 2022. They never got married. They, they two shared kids. two sons. They never got married. Were Shakira and Gerard married? Are you sure? Yes. That's I talked on Trending about this. On Trending with Tim. Oh, may not be married. She Ooh. didn't want... Are you sure it's her, Christina, or was that the narrative? She said that on she made that that comment to the a magazine, and then someone interviewed Gerard and said, "How do you feel that why aren't you getting married?" And it's been a long time. And she had made a comment on one of the interviews that she did about how she didn't want get married oh the singer appeared to be anxious about marriage enjoyed the status of girlfriend yeah 60 minute interview with her husband she revealed that marriage scares the blank out of me she explained i don't want him to see me as the wife i want him to see me as the girlfriend the girlfriend right all right i mean his lover his girlfriend it's like forbidden fruit you know i want to keep him on his toes i want him to think that anything's possible depending on behavior I mean, so you can still holding, do that. She was holding this marriage carrot that basically you can't you can't get me unless you are good. It was weird. It was a strange situation. It ended up ending. But yeah. just that was another idea, another situation that's maybe similar. Wanted to know, Alessandra, when is the season of Vanderpump, Vanderpump. coming out? It's and will out. this cheating, cheating thing be in it? Yeah. Was so it it's just out. This was on an episode? It is okay. out, right? It is out right now. They're rolling out episodes, which you guys watch 
the season. <clears throat> um, watch the season. Um, okay, great. That's what I wanted to know. Yeah, Can and we- and they're yeah they filmed apparently they filmed that and then she now Raquel put a restraining order against Sheena. Sheena, remember Sheena is one of Monica's best. Like really, remember Monica? You know Monica obviously from LA. Mm-hmm. Um, they were they were really good friends because they were both waitresses at the same restaurant. Mm-hmm. So that's how I had known Sheena back in the day. Um, and then obviously Sheena chose the path of. Um, of reality show reality stardom and Monica is now like a mom so happy life coach doing incredibly well um but yeah so now um apparently Raquel got slapped by Sheena and like there's just all it's crazy drama it's just crazy drama but okay so the season is going on and yeah they 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 filmed this I think that they had stopped filming and then because they've been filming if they're if they've been filming for this long they've been filming for a long time like they've been filming since summer and it's march and it's still the same season yeah but i i think that huh. they refilmed i think that like something happened some producer got tipped off and they're like re they're they because they filmed the conversation um with with ariana and tom about about everything but got it. anyway okay. yeah it's just like I mean, I think it just goes to show that, yeah, the forbidden, like, cheating is, I think we can, like, objectively say cheating is terrible, but also, like, now these two people are, it just is magnifying, like, just how unnecessary like your career like Raquel and Tom you're unless they get married and even then the way you get him is the way you lose him he's just gonna do this again um but it just it just shows like this is objectively like evil behavior this was her best friend like that's un that's unreal yeah. Can we talk about Selena Gomez for a minute also? But also, oh. yeah, yeah. Also, just really quickly, I also want to say that Raquel had always talked about Tom as being like her older brother. Hmm. So I just want to say that it just goes to show that no, like, I'm sorry. Right. My Male point and is friendships are very challenging, and- they're very tricky. Yeah, and even if you think, oh, they're just my brother. He's just like my brother. Okay. Yeah. Proof is in the pudding with this situation. Tread lightly. Men and female can be acquaintances. Men and women can be acquaintances and cordial and, you know, very. but there have to be very strong boundaries within that friendship, quote-unquote friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, Selena Gomez. So speaking about best friends... Yeah. Have you heard about all the Selena Gomez drama? A little bit, just from talking to you about certain Yeah. Things. So Selena, oh my gosh, poor Selena. Um, and now the um now Beauty and the Beat is trending is like the number one song in all I need. Well, it's really good. I can see why it's it's so it's so it's old, but, but it's it was on my birth playlist. Yes, and it only my favorite podcast. And also, po- you know the Waver. line, gotta Waver. keep an eye out for Selena. Yes. Like that's everybody yes. is like using that. There, it's just so funny. So, anyway, Selena Gomez, and this is from a headline from People magazine. Um, 
uh, Selena Gomez asked people to be kinder and Haley Bieber, um, amid Haley Bieber and Kendall Jenner drama, my heart has been heavy. So essentially the long and short of it is that they've been in this like bizarre social media kind of back and forth, um, thing like, Somebody posted a video of Haley kind of speaking negatively about Taylor Swift or just making a face about Taylor Swift. And then Selena had commented on it being like my besties, like the best in the game or something along those lines. I'm sorry, you guys, I'm I'm paraphrasing the the thing. And then Kendall, excuse me, Kylie and Haley made, um, Selena had made this video where she had laminated her eyebrows, like, and they were a little too laminated and it was funny. It was cute. She was being, you know, she's, in the beauty space because she has um, her beauty line. So she was like, yeah, so I, I like got my eyebrows laminated. They're, they're a little too aggressive. And then Haley and Kylie made these videos about laminated eyebrows as well. And it just, it felt very mean girl. Like if you watch it, it's just like, obviously they're talking about Selena. They said, oh, we have no idea, but it's obviously about Selena. So hmm. anyway, there's just a lot of mean girl behavior going on. Selena has been really open about her struggles with mental health. And I just feel like it's so like, it's just really, I, and I don't know what happened first, the eyebrow lamination video slash the girls kind of bullying Selena, or um, I don't know who made the first kind of like jab, um, but in real life, so in mean girl behavior, should you just leave your ex-husband's, should you leave your husband's ex alone? Yes. I don't know why they're resurrecting this drama. I'm just wondering if someone's trying yeah. to sell an album or or another beauty product right now to try to get publicity for it, because this just seems so petty. It's the pettiest of petty. Even Selena said, I'm taking a break from social media because I'm 30 and this is insane. So no, exactly. I mean, and I think that especially like to kind of bring it to the viewer, to the listeners, um, I just feel like if you are married to a man and the ex is still kind of orbiting a little bit, just leave the ex alone leave it alone. Like don't engage. And I'm not saying that Selena is orbiting on her own volition. It's not Selena's fault. Okay. This is not Selena's fault. Selena right. is oh, constantly being asked and stuff. Yeah. And just... no, no, no. The song was resurrected because mm -hmm. of this bizarre like feud. Okay. So I just think that Haley, like, I think it's on Haley to leave Selena alone because you're married like you're married to her ex like obviously they had a horrible traumatizing relationship yeah, and it it's just like leave selena alone just like let her let her be yep I agree. and like any any woman just leave the leave the ex alone you know she's and she probably of all people in the world the thing is Selena would probably empathize with all that Haley has to go through with Justin. Justin's no angel, okay? Sanj is not a big fan. I can't. I can't. I mean, I, I feel badly about what he's experienced in the entertainment industry, but, like, it just, I don't know. It's like, 
women need to stick together and band together. And it's just so, it's so upsetting um, when, when stuff like this happens, because it just, it, it shows young girls that like, it, it makes all of us pick sides and like, mm. it's so unnecessary. It's yeah. just so unnecessary. Well, um, speaking of sisters banding together, let's move on to sisterly advice. Thank you, Christine. Every, every week we answer listeners burning question and every week, well, not every week. Oh God. Case. Every month. <laughs> every month. We'll we get give, better, you guys. Hopefully. <laughs> We give you advice that only your sister would give you. And this is Mansur's edition. Hello, Christina. I hope you are doing well. If I remember correctly, you were due to have a new baby soon, correct? Yes. Congratulations if that has already happened and prayers for a safe delivery if it hasn't yet. Okay, I'm not going to say his name. but Or where you met him. Don't where say where you met him. him. But I'm just going to move on to, I just have a question about your opinion on something. I have a coffee slash tea date this Friday. It is a first ah! Slash get to know you kind of thing. I am paying. I'm super excited for it. I do know the young lady a bit. We've hung out at a church event once with a group of people chatting. And I also invited her to come and see me perform. Not going to say specifics. And she did and bring some friends too. So we've had a few interactions already. However, at the beginning of the year, I also signed up to do a speed dating speed event. dating event. I'm not going to say which group it's for. That is happening this um, on Valentine's Day. I myself am still quite new to the whole dating world. To me, it sort of a feels wrong to do speed dating. It sort of feels wrong to do a speed dating when I have a date already planned on Friday. Again, this is a first date with coffee, though we do know each other better than probably most first dates and would because of our previous experiences. My question is, is it wrong to go to a speed dating when I've got a date with someone on Friday? Who knows? She may very well end up being at the speed dating herself. That would be awkward. Maybe it isn't wrong. <laughs> Ooh. Part of me feels like it is. Part of me doesn't. Thoughts. And just to tell you, this has already happened. Yeah. Did he Did he see her there or no? I have not heard, but I know oh he did gosh. go to the event. And I don't oh. know how the date went. But that would be very <laughs> But actually, at the same time, it might, it wouldn't be because you're both single and trying to get to know people. You volunteered to do this. And you could always say that, that this is awkward. I volunteered to do this before I asked you out. And they're counting on me to do this event. But I immediately responded to him that I, it's totally fine to do both. You're not in an exclusive relationship, so go for it. That's what I said. Yeah, I think that this, this just so shows how considerate so many men are. And I think Look at that, that thought process. Yeah, just, yeah. Because I think women can just get so... I think like this... The thing that I'm taking away from this is like there are so many good guys out there. So ladies, don't get discouraged um, because there are lovely men. I mean, the one huge faux pas that I'm seeing here is that you have a coffee and tea date. 
Um, never do coffee dates. If you want it to be your last date, that's a great first date. Yeah. Um, so do at do just especially if you know the woman and if you've had multiple interactions with her, invite her to a proper dinner or invite her to a picnic if you are just in a financial position where a full-blown dinner might be a little too much for the budget. Like invite her to do a picnic. But I think oh, everyone, if you can't afford to go to dinner though, wine. I don't know if you should be dating. But go to a go to. But why a glass of wine? He already Christina. He already knows her. Like invite her for a full meal. I know, but well, yeah, I guess you can. Yeah, just not an expensive restaurant if the budget is. I know, but I, yeah, I, exactly. I just, I, I hate, I think coffee dates are the studies show the lowest performing dates, but I think that, I think moving forward though, a tea, if someone, if you've already been on a few dates, going to tea with someone is a lovely date. It's just coffee is we're just, I'm just trying to get this over with as quickly as possible and yeah. interview you. That is the vibe. I'm the, no, date. the vibe of a coffee date is I'm poor and I'm trying to interview you to see if you look like your photos on Bumble. That's the vibe of a coffee date. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it's giving poor vibes. Poor, like seeking cat. If you're a catfish, vibes, right? Or I've been on one too many, yeah, match.com dates, and I'm just trying to get through the next. That's that's genuinely the vibe. Like, and this guy seems so innocent, but also, ladies, this shows that guys who are great at dating are not are all like men who are great at dating are usually not great at relationships. This boy seems like he would be, or man, young man, seems like he would be a wonderful like person boy, in a relationship because mm-hmm. he's so considered, he's so caring, he's like feeling, he's thinking, he's blah 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 blah. But like obviously he's not a great dater because he's like bringing her to coffee. Like, you know, so, but this just, it just shows like there are so many good guys out there and the good guys, I'm so glad that you're listening to the podcast because we're helping you just get your dating game on so you can be with these wonderful women that are going to judge you on a coffee date. Right. So if, and we're nice girls, but I, I am a nice girl, but I judge if a guy, I don't care how nice you are. Coffee? Are you kidding? It bats. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. (laughs) Okay. We couldn't help but wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex in the City. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2023, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In this segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder episode by episode through today's lens. This is season five, episode three, Luck Be an Old Lady. And Carrie couldn't help but wonder, if we know the house always wins, why gamble? So in this episode, um, this is where they go to Atlantic City. Um, everyone, they try to get to Charlotte's um, 30 faux birthday. She doesn't want to turn 36 because she feels like she's getting old. I can't believe this also just shows that like Charlotte was 36 when she met, uh, not Trey, when she met, um, what's her? Harry. Harry. Like, you know, so ladies, don't worry. Like Charlotte met Harry at 36. Like it's fine. Um, and, um, so she doesn't want to, she just wants to stay 35. She's so cute. Um, Miranda goes to Atlantic city, but feels self-conscious about her weight. Cause she just had the baby. So she's still like a little bigger. 
And um, Samantha is also paranoid that Richard is cheating with the entire hotel staff. Um, This is also the episode with the pearl thong that will live in my brain forevermore. Um, But she literally... Um, she just goes up, she's just so paranoid and she goes up to Richard's room because she's so paranoid that he's cheating on her mm-hmm. and it, he's not, it shows initially that he's not, but then she's like, I can't do this. I, I just can't do this. I'm not putting myself through this. And mm-hmm. so she leaves and just as she's leaving and thinking she maybe made a mistake, she sees one of the hotel staff going into Richard's room that clearly she had seen with him earlier earlier that they had some kind of um sexual relationship so yeah but anyway but i think that like but this just talks a lot about um age and feeling sexy and feeling beautiful and hot and because carrie also charlotte the um when they're in atlantic city uh one of the guys asks uh asks carrie or charlotte he says hey blowing it for luck and then the guy next to him is like no ask the hot one all right blondie blowing this and so poor charlotte is like traumatized she's already feeling elderly and she's feeling like an old maid um remember this old maid stuff and then so carrie blows on the dice and it's just this whole thing um but yeah so christina what are your thoughts on this um what are your thoughts on all this? Right. Well, I do want to say that some success, another success story that I want to share is one of our bachelors is engaged. Another one of our bachelors is engaged and getting married and they met each other later in life. So oh the my woman gosh. was, yeah, the woman was over 40 and he's in his late thirties. It's just it happens. And Wait, it I just, definitely do not even know this couple. Like, you know, yeah. I've been overworking when I don't even know when one of our couples is engaged. Yeah. That's really annoying. Sorry. I just, I, I've, I'm so disconnected, even though I'm so connected to the company, but that's why when they leave us, I don't, I don't keep us, track. We can't, exactly. We, we can't, can't track it. Track it. Right. It's not someone who you obviously would, would obviously know. It's someone okay. who oh, okay. I, who, who you primarily I, worked with. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, and I think, yeah, I think that this just shows that, like, just to remind the 30-something single gals that... And men. And, and, and men. men, yeah. Because the men get like that, too. I'm thinking yeah. about a few of our bachelors who shared personally that I feel so... I don't know what's going on. I really want this, and it's just not happening for me. And then you yeah. see these beautiful stories, and this is him. This is one of them. Yeah. Who met, and even... I'm thinking about Dan when he was in my husband, when he was in college, he just had told one of the priests there were, he and his friend, they were just opposite heights. Dan is really tall, his oh. friend was a shorter guy, but the priest, when I met him said, yeah, Dan and his friend thought, thought, thought they would never meet the right woman for them. Oh. And they were in college. So yeah. a lot of guys get, feel like that too. That yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, don't give up, ladies. Remember, Charlotte met Harry at 36 or even 37. I wonder if it's this season or next season that she meets Harry. And that's like 
in my opinion, the ideal relationship. Like, I think that that's my favorite relationship of all the Sex and the City relationships. Mm. Um, Yeah, I think it definitely is. Not I think. It definitely is my favorite. Um, And it also just, it's just so funny because, you know, it just shows how beauty is just so... It's all about confidence. It's all about the way you hold yourself, you know, put on a cute outfit. And Charlotte then remembers she got this like trashy looking outfit and then went out and got picked up by these guys. And like, I mean, it was unnet. She was seeking validation, obviously. Mm. But it just goes to show like, you know, age is so, age is only on a page. Um, Me and Jessica Foss. So I saw Jessica Foss over the weekend. If you guys are... Jewish yeah. matchmaking uh, friend, friend yeah. and, and partner. We, she was on our, te- our podcast. podcast. Once, if you want yeah. To yeah. Her episode. Yeah. So she just got engaged. She just turned 40 as well. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Amazing couple that I'm so excited about. I know. And Jessica went through it. I mean, yes, her whole thirties, she went through it and she's been very open about how challenging it was for her yes, to just a matchmaker. Yeah. Yeah. So it just goes to show. And now she's literally with the most perfect man for her. Like if you meet this man, you will like as a matchmaker, there couldn't be a better match for Jessica. Oh, I'm so I know. happy for them. Mazel tov. Yeah. Mazel. Mazel tov. Um, but anyway, let's f- finish up with catching up with the Contis. Yes. Alessandra, why don't you start off? Yes. Oh my goodness, you guys. I also, I may not have given birth to a child, but I've given birth to a lot of um, work things. I um, I signed probably one of my favorite celebrity men in the whole world um, a few weeks ago. And he is just, he's he's literally like one of my favorite human beings. Like he was always one of my favorite actors. So the fact that I'm now his matchmaker is just the coolest thing in the world. And I'm so grateful. I'm just so grateful. And like, I've been to his house a couple of times to do because with a lot of the celebrity clients, um, you don't, they don't come to the office. Some do, but like most of the time I go to their home and I mean that it's just, it's it's just I we've had so we I mean you and I both we've had so many pinch me moments in this job um and just so many like is this a movie or is this my life moments yeah. so it's just so cool um I'm so so grateful and I am working so hard for him and I've already um I've already found an incredible match for him. Um, One of them, uh, his first one was wonderful, but then it kind of flopped a little bit. Um, But anyway, the other one um, is happening um, really soon. I don't want to give anything away, but obviously I've signed aggressive confidentiality agreements, um, which also more confidential news. um, I filmed for my favorite show in the entire world. Um, I can't say what it is, but I can say that. And I guess they can listen to our past podcasts <laughs> to try to guess. Try to guess. Um, but it is, it was just it kind of like something that I 
I, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for it. And I hope I come off well because, you know, you never know. But I, you know, I've, I said to Christina, like I said to you, Christina, that, you know, and I said to, you know, everyone that I could not have prepared more for it. Like every single thing that I've done for the past 10 years, just that was my preparation. Obviously, I prepared for the meeting as well. And, all of that. But anyway, I hope I come off okay because you really never know. But I gave it, to, I'm giving it to God and I'm filming again tomorrow. So that'll be fun. And I'm I'm doing just a lot, a lot for that. So that's really exciting. And then today I just filmed um and recorded this new podcast for NBC. I'm doing so much stuff with NBC right now. But um, yeah, this new I'll 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 be able, I can share that because I didn't sign anything um confidentiality. Great. Good. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's really cool. So I'll definitely on post your, on your at Matchmaker Alessandra Conti Instagram. Yeah, totally, totally. And I'm in a new relationship, so that's really exciting. Um, and yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I I think that what we've learned is um, because I remember I lamented like in the last, I think it was like the last, I was just like, it is so hard, like you don't know, and da, 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 da. but um, but no, I'm really happy in it, and I'm definitely um I think that something that I've been um, guilty of is deciding if somebody's your soulmate in like the first day or before you even start dating them. And I think that the problem, it's so problematic because you then, you like force yourself to, you're like, wait, oh, but you know, even if X, Y, Z happens, they're my soulmate. I told them that and it messes with your mind. So I've learned over my traumatic dating experiences over the last couple of years um, that I'm just, I'm rolling with it. I'm flowing with it and I'm seeing, but um, I'm definitely being treated incredibly well. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm, and I'm enjoying his strong masculine energy. So that's that. That's my updates. Peek at her new boyfriend. Take a look at her Instagram <laughs> as well. I know. I couldn't help it. When you, you know, we're doing so many things together and I wasn't going to make anybody public, but at the same time, I was like, whatever, it's fine. Well, you like, can always delete the photos unless you're all Sandra Conti, who has a specific way of posting things. Ah, it makes it so much harder. I know you can tell when I'm broken up with people because you see like my quotes are next to each other other um <laughs> it's just so funny you guys can it's do a little so research. people have homework funny. at the end of this podcast if you're interested in in researching everything about all of yeah you guys bless okay well so lord knows you- but i'm also it's so good that they're with me because i've made all the mistakes and i'll continue to make mistakes but i'll then be able to share the journey oh, so yeah. hopefully you don't have to um christina on the other hand is kind of perfect in her dating um <laughs> no, <laughs> in I her no i am not but i am married so that makes things less yeah. tumultuous exactly exactly you just have to deal with the terrible twos yeah um, exactly yes yeah. 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 That should also be like a relationship thing. Like you get into the terrible twos because in the second year of marriage, that's like statistically the hardest year of marriage. Oh, really? Terrible twos. Yeah. For some reason that year is like, is, can be really tumultuous in marriages and in babies. But 
Anyway, you guys. Great to speak to you all, Sandra. Thank you, all of our wonderful listeners. You guys, we truly love you all so much. And also, thank you so much for just reaching out on our Instagrams and just keeping us posted with your lives. I've gotten a few DMs of girls that are listeners that um, were super single and then um, use a lot of our dating advice, and now they're engaged or married. And it just brings me so much joy to hear your guys' success stories. So keep it up. You're doing amazing. Me and Christina are so proud of you. And we will talk to you guys. We will try to make it less than a month the next time we talk to you guys. Okay. All right. Have a good one, you guys. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com. 